Welcome to Comic Syllabus for Kids, Kids Teens, and, and In-Betweens. And on this episode... We're talking kids, teens, and big green machines. <laughs> big green machines, that's right. We're talking. That, that sounds like, like a type of veggie smoothie or a salad or something. <laughs> We're talking kale smoothies. <laughs> Welcome to Comic Syllabus, where we talk about kale, kale smoothies. smoothies. <laughs> no, we're talking about She Hulk, the original Big Green. Well, well <laughs> is she the original? <laughs> uh, <laughs> to us, in our hearts. Yes. The original Big Green Machine. Um, we're talking She-Hulk because, yes, there is a TV show, I hear. Have you heard about this TV show? Yes. It's on the TV. <laughs> it is a show. It is a, on streaming on, on Disney+, Plus. the MCU movie She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. Attorney in Law. Attorney of Law. Attorney at Law. <laughs> attorney in Law is my, <laughs> my spouse's attorney. Um, <laughs> but uh, Attorney at Law. But actually, we're really here to talk about the show and the current Marvel run that is written by Rainbow Rowell and drawn by Roge Antonio and Luca Moresco, I think, mm. are the names of the artists. Um, currently running on Marvel, <laughs> we read the first few issues on Marvel Unlimited, and then we read the next few issues, I have the next few issues, digitally as well as physically, um, and so we have had five oh, issues. Oh, the comic books. Oh, the comic books. <laughs> oh, the comic books. We, we've had five issues of this run, and we like it. Agree? Yeah. Yeah. So yes. we're, we're going to talk about so that. like very much. We're going to talk about the show. We're going to talk about Shulky, and, uh, and let's get to it. So this is the comic syllabus. It can be found at the comic, at the, let's try again. <laughs> I'm going to cut this. I'm just going to leave it in there. My shame left for the record. <laughs> it's a, you can find us at comicsyllabus.substack.com where I also post a uh, video show called The Infinite Unlimited and talk about comics in Marvel and DC uh, Universe um, uh, Unlimited apps as well as other stuff. I can talk about Substack comics. But this show is the show where co-host Kid and I, I'm an English teacher who loves to read comics with my kid and with other kids we talk about comics for young readers now she hulk currently running at marvel is not one of those comics that's necessarily written with young readers explicitly the target audience but rainbow Rowell, really popular and successful young adult uh author has already shown that uh, she's got comic writing chops because of the the event, the I just about to say Avengers, the Runaways <laughs> Run, yes. the Rainbow Rowell Runaways Run, it, so that, that five times fast. <laughs> has won awards and is was really fun and we were big fans of right. Uh, we should revisit the Rainbow Rowell Runaways Run. Don't you think? Yeah, Sometime. definitely. It would be a uh, wonderful to revisit wonderful. the wonderful. The, okay. Um, here, By the way, third co-host, if uh -huh. you've been checking on, yes. in on us, third yes. co-host Dashel, our uh -huh. sweet little bunny, our rabbit, has free just, roaming in this room, has just gone and flopped in a corner, like he's like, yes, pet me, pet me, pet me. If but you're unaware of bunny Dasho, behaviors, I'm doing a. <laughs> when podcast. bunnies are contented, they will, uh, they call in the bunny bunny um, world flop, which is just to lay down and kind of just like pet me in, in kind of a pet yeah. me kind of a. It's like a pet uh, so me. Our oh, third co-host, 
really cool would like us to uh, cut out this podcasting and come yeah. and pet him. Um, should we pause or do you want to keep going? Mm. All right, we'll keep going. <laughs> all right. So for anyway. you all, our loyal listeners, we're talking She-Hulk. So, okay. Do you want to start with a TV show or do you want to start with a comic? I don't know. Let's start with some background. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, if you're listening to the show, you might already be a fan of superhero comics. But even if you're not, or maybe if you've only seen the TV show and you're interested in a uh, comic syllabus for kids, teens, and in-betweens take on the character. Um, She-Hulk was created, obviously, a few years after uh, the original Hulk, Bruce Banner. And the idea is that uh, Jennifer Walters, who is Bruce's cousin, mm-hmm. um, somehow receives a blood transfusion, um, is shot at by gangsters in the comics, and gets a blood transfusion from her gamma-radiated uh, cousin. Maybe that wasn't the best idea. <laughs> anyway, and yeah, as a result... Are, are you sure no one else could have done it? Yeah. Like, yeah. like Any volunteers a- to give blood? Uh, you. The one that yeah, turns like, into a giant like, green man. Uh, it's like, <laughs> oh, hey, this lady needs a blood transfusion now. Uh, <laughs> who can volunteer their blood? No. There's no one else in the entire <laughs> hospital. No one we could call. No, no family members who would be well. Oh, okay. You, you, the one that turns into a big green monster. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I think there's a, a, a reason in the comics. I, I don't remember. Anyway, um, what is your history with the She-Hulk character, co-host kid? Mm, I don't read as much She-Hulk as I do some other um characters that i'm huge fans of yeah but uh she pops up in a couple of those Mm -hmm. and specifically a series that i really liked called a force Mm -hmm. this was originally during uh, secret wars yes and a force the team yep yeah and And, and they better do an a force show oh man that would be so cool I would love that. Secret Wars is coming up, so. I know. How about some A Force MCU? Yeah. yeah. Hashtag A Force in the MCU. Yes. Uh, second to the Squirrel Girl in the MCU, yeah. right? Um, I think that the um, the A Force run was really fun because it brought together various um, women characters, right? Such yeah. as uh, Nico from Runaways. Mm-hmm. She Hulk was the leader of the team, I want to say. Maybe? I think so. Carol Danvers. Uh, a bunch of bunch of great characters. Medusa, right? Medusa. Yeah, yeah, and just a really uh, uh, I th- fun group. I think group. she first appeared in the uh, character named Singularity. Yep, first appearance of Singularity, who you really liked. Mm. Super cool character. Um, Cassie? No, maybe Cassie from Runaways. No, that's Runaways. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, I, I read uh, She Hulk uh, a lot actually when I was into comics at a younger age. Because I guess I liked superheroes, but I liked them a little bit off the beaten track. And I mm-hmm. liked, um, at the time, it was John Byrne's run. Uh, and I have to admit that when I bought those comics, I was a little embarrassed. Because they were <laughs> most, they were mostly kind of joking about the sort of, um, you know, over-sexualization of female characters in comics they were kind of joking and making fun of that but then in joking about it they kind Mm -hmm. of would show this you know very like attractive you know huge hulk character on the covers so i remember having those comics and being a little bit worried that like if mom found them (laughs) she'd be like 
what are you reading here? What are you reading? <laughs> what, what is, is this? this? What is this filth? So, <laughs> but they were funny and witty. And one of the things about John Byrne, that, that artist and writer's work on She-Hulk and carried on later in the work of Dan Slott as a writer of a run on She-Hulk is that a character would break the fourth wall and talk to the audience. And uh, it was a funny book. And it was so cool because... <laughs> I'm very distracted because my conversation partner is talking to the other co-host, um, the bunny. But um, the, the what, what I loved about bit. it was that the Hulk was always seemed to be always super serious. It was kind of like this Jekyll and Hyde story about inner rage, and you know it was a almost like a horror story. I wasn't really into that, right? Mm-hmm. But I loved that, you know, with She-Hulk it was a very different twist. It was you know kind of feminist and kind of funny and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, good stuff so um i also would just like to shout out that there is also a more recent run that is by writer charles sewell and uh artist javier polito do you remember reading that run um i think so cool (laughs) good talk all right i really enjoyed that run it was less fourth wally and a little bit more fourth wally uh and a little bit more, uh, you know, sense of humor. Mm-hmm. By the way, I was going to um, talk about this before, but another thing She-Hulk does and uh, is break the fourth wall, mm-hmm. which I, I don't know if listeners knew about this. Mm-hmm. Um, and she breaking the fourth wall, if you don't know, is like when someone in a TV show or movie or comic would like look straight at the camera or like look like they're looking at you mm-hmm. and then talk about and then like talk to you mm-hmm. and like narrate what's happening or something yeah. yeah and then um yeah it's really cool it's if you know deadpool or gwenpool that's the thing they do mm-hmm. um i mentioned gwenpool in our last episode of kids teens and in betweens yeah aka kids teens and dorian greens that time <laughs> yeah and this time kids teens and Big green machines. Big green machines. Yeah. We like the word green here. (laughs) Big green machine is actually a nickname that in this run is uh, repeated, brought back up again. (laughs) In this run, run we're talking about being the current She-Hulk run that is, again, written by Raymond Rao, drawn uh, first few issues by Roge Antonio. How do you think that name is pronounced? Roge? Roge Antonio? Raja? Raja? (laughs) Raja. Rogue. Oh, he's going rogue. I don't know. I think it's rogue. Yeah, rogue is a good guess. Because I feel like there would be... I don't know. I Different don't know letters. why I feel like there would be another letter if it was <laughs> Roger. Regardless of how you pronounce Roger Antonio's, Roger Antonio's name, their art is exquisite. Love mm-hmm. the art. Covers by Jen Bartel, another artist I super, super like. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I think Luca Maresca offers the art on some of the other issues in this run. So... Okay, so let's. I guess let's talk about the comic yeah. first. Okay, so. Seem to be leading up to that. So. Yeah, yeah. I guess this is the 2022. I think it started in 2022. The hmm. 2022 run of She Hulk. Um, what happens? What do you remember? So it's. I'm not sure what the uh, backstory is, but some. Because I'm not updated with Marvel Comics, but. Something about... Wait, you're not updated with all 5 billion pages of Marvel comics? 
Olympics. Yeah. From for, these many decades. I, I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know why I just can't read every single piece of Marvel comic that has ever been written ever oh, in the history of the universe ever. Because <laughs> that's what you need to understand a- any comic oh, man. of Marvel. One ever. of these days, you gotta you gotta read this book. It's called All of the Marvels, and it came out a few years, a couple of years ago, maybe last year, by this guy named Douglas Wolk. He's a journalist. He's really cool. He read. He did it. He got like all of the Marvel comics. I mean, not the physical. I mean, maybe he read them on Marvel Unlimited or something like that. And he read the entire run of Marvel comics wow. for all of its history, and then wow. wrote about it. It was pretty interesting. Wow. Anyway. So yes, you have it. But yes, this uh, this series does this thing where it references these big events from a Marvel run of like 15, 20 years ago, which um, is, is kind of funny because if you haven't read it, can you still be into this? I mean, what do you think? What's your experience? Of- I think so. I think if you're not in Marvel, into Marvel at all, mm. Uh, maybe not. don't start this because mm. once you've read a couple of Marvel things, you know that, like, you just got to infer some things. Like, yeah, yeah oh, that's, that's the point. way it is. I, I don't know how it got there, but yeah. these are the this is the situation right now, and that's that, and yeah. okay. Moving yeah. on. I mean, one thing I think Raul does especially well also, is to... Here in the background, third co-host Dasho is um, throwing around his toys. Yeah, one thing is that... Um, Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, I know. I was going to say that one thing Raul does well is they, that, you know, they don't spend like 15 pages being like, here's what happened in, you know, Avengers Disassembled 15 years ago. They just mm-hmm. kind of drop all these little notes with, it, you know, kind of in the dialogue where you can, like you said, infer, piece together what, what must have happened. So, okay. So the big thing that happens is at the beginning of this issue, um, actually, this is kind of a fun thing. Um, Jennifer, in lawyer form, <laughs> in Jennifer form, runs into Titania. Uh, mm-hmm. Comics Titania, not um, Tahani Tanya. <laughs> no, Tahani Titania, which is... Tahani Titania. Which is, um, of course, because Jamila Aljamil, from, who was who from The Good Place and played Tahani, plays uh, Titania. It, wow, this is a tongue twister of a sentence. Yeah. Uh, plays Titania in the show. But anyway, comics Titania uh, and Jennifer Jamil, run Jamil, into each other. kind of have similar names. Yeah, yeah. And in a thing that I, I, I think would be really cool for you to read one day, the story behind this, Titania is somewhat reformed, even mm-hmm. though she was a villain. She is married to Crusher Creel, who's also somewhat reformed. Uh, you're, th- they have a fight, but then they far- start to realize, you know, we don't really have to do this, but mm-hmm. we want to. It's kind of fun to just let out your your frustrations by wailing on someone who you know can take mm-hmm. it, and so they kind of start a little fight club. The, talk about this page that this scene that you're you're, you're pointing out right yeah, now. Yeah, I I like this scene because they um you see them facing off and you're like, oh, they're not actually that much height difference. And then there's this panel of her, um, you can see her face and yeah, like her Jennifer. shoulders. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Jennifer. And she then a panel of her feet, and she takes she kicks off her heels, and then she's much shorter, and you can only see like <laughs> her her nose right and <laughs> above. Yeah, yeah, it's a great three, ro- three a row of three panels where you realize when she kicks off her heels that she actually is quite quite and, short. And it's still the same face. It's just like <laughs> up, kick, <laughs> <laughs> short again. Uh, yeah, 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 I like that. 
Um, so anyway, they start this little fight club so that they have a place to get out their frustrations. And I got to say that this actually sets a pattern because what this run winds up being is very much a character kind of study. Um, Jen is working for, um, ah, I can't forget the character's name, but a character who's been in Marvel a lot, who often was on the other side um, of the, the legal things, was mm-hmm. a Mallory Book is, yeah. is her name. And she's like often a lawyer for, for villains, but is trying to, trying to be, get more legit. So she takes on Jennifer in her practice and um while she's sorting that out suddenly um a uh, a surprise oh and she's staying at janet van dyne's apartment needs mm-hmm. a place to stay which and has suddenly, all her old clothes too so they fit her which is great that's right really important when you're a she-hulk to have clothes that fit you yes um as we see in the show as well right yes because Conveniently, when you're a girl, you can't just go busting out of your clothes all the time. Yeah, conveniently. Somehow, yeah. conveniently, yeah. Hulk always busts out of everything except, except the crotchal area. It's somehow, <laughs> always there. Uh, really important. <laughs> it's like how Miss um, Marvel, like, there's a whole cool, like, explanation for it. And it's cool, and it's, like, time travel, and then... I, but the real reason why her clothes stretched with her is just so that she wouldn't be breaking out of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Because that would, she's a teenage girl. Yeah, that would be highly inappropriate. Um, speaking of breaking out, she's in her in Janet Van Dyne's apartment that she's using, and suddenly um, somebody bursts into the place, and it it's it it's labeled Jonathan Hart, Jack of Hearts, formerly dead. Now this is where the kind of inference needs to happen because many of us, unless we were readers of, of Avengers for the last, or, you know, 15 years ago for 10 years running on that, have no idea who this character is. He looks like he's a pretty cool design character, right? Yeah. He looks like a Jack of hearts on a, you know, playing card. I mean, right now he's kind of smoking, so it's hard to tell, but yes, smoke is coming from him. Not, he has a cigarette. (laughs) (laughs) Smoke is emitting from his body. Uh, something is going on. But he, he breaks into the apartment, and he's like, Jennifer, uh, and uh, turns out to be looking for She-Hulk. Now, for, for anybody uh, who has read these old as- uh, Avengers disassembled run and all this kind of stuff, I'm not even going to go into the backstory, because I think what's interesting about it is that um, we're kind of brought into this encounter, and we're, we, we're meant to care who this character is, even if you haven't read all that stuff. And I think that's a really interesting place. Something Marvel's trying to do, right, is is to um, bring in new readers but still reference the old stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so. What did you think when you saw this character coming in? Like, were you curious? Were you just confused? What did you think? Mm, mostly confused because... Who's this? What's happening? What? (laughs) I can't tell you how many times this has happened in comics. You read a whole issue, it's building up, and then on the last page, it'll be like, all of this was to build up for this, and they make some great reveal, and they go, this character, and I'm like, I I don't know. I I have no idea. I've never seen any hint of that character in my entire life. What's funny is I kind of felt like that reading this issue. And I have read these comics, but I've just read so much stuff. I have no memory of any of these significant things that happened. Jack of Hearts was a character who's, you know, multiple deaths. 
you know, uh, uh, instigated a whole series of huge events once upon a time that, you know, shattered the Avengers and the world. But who, who the heck remembers any of that? <laughs> so I was kind of in that same yeah. place. Uh, uh, the only meaningful thing you can do in Marvel anymore is is just stay dead. Right. That would be <laughs> That would be a miracle. <laughs> so, um, so Jack of Hearts doesn't stay dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, then after the Apparently first issue, not. we actually get a lot of, as I said, like character stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, just from summarizing, speaking of summarizing, like we talked about last, last, uh, last week, it's hard to summarize what goes on because a lot of it is kind of, um, Jack of hearts, Jennifer reconnecting, trying to figure out what's going on. She's afraid to tell him the full story truth because he doesn't remember what happened to him when he died it mm-hmm. had a lot of implications on scott lang and other characters and all the avengers and all that kind of stuff but we you know they never kind of lay that all out for us super clearly am i right mm-hmm. so i mean it sounds like it may not be a very interesting book but was it interesting for you yeah it was interesting why was that and i mean you gotta learn how to read marvel which mm. is basically just you're not going to know anything, but just keep reading because the story because the story is good, mm. but it's relying off all these things that already happened. Mm. And just like just infer mm-hmm. like oh yeah, just like they say it in the title, just don't wonder about how things happened. Mm. Only read the stuff they show you and understand just the stuff they show you. Mm-hmm. Not anything else because you're never going to understand any of it. Right. You're going to, if so, if you read this, you're not going to understand who this character is. Right. So you're, so you're going to go read that run. And then they're going to reference a billion things. So you have to right. go read all those comic books. Right. And eventually it's going to come in a loop. But then there are more comic books. Yeah. And then... Yeah. You end up you doing have to be all the Wolk. Marvels. Right, right. Or you're the King the Conqueror, just <laughs> jumping around time. All the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that's so interesting. And you, if you, so if you try, if that's your barrier, if you go, I need to know all this backstory, you will never really get into this story, right? Yeah, you'll go insane, basically. Yeah, yeah I like that. What's it, you know, I think one funny thing about this is that Raoul and, and, and Roche, Roche, <laughs> the the creators they don't do um uh they don't do fourth wall breaking yeah right in this one jen doesn't talk to the, the audience mm-hmm. which would be a way to explain a lot of the background but maybe i don't know why do you have any do you have any hints about why this book doesn't try to break I the think, fourth wall i think it would probably just be too much hmm they're already referencing another run of stuff that happened, mm. new characters, old characters, a lot of stuff going on. She-Hulk has a lot going for her mm-hmm. without the fourth wall anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I true. suppose they just figured, hey, maybe not. Or maybe just this author is just isn't a fan of yeah. fourth wall breaking. That's true. I mean, sometimes it can be a, a, a shortcut, yeah. right? to the actually careful work of exposition and developing yeah. feelings and showing what she's thinking inside without yeah. showing I, you know I, I can see how it. um an author might consider that as like cheating hmm. or yeah. like 
fourth wall breaking? No, that's yeah. like cheating. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think it's a fun addition, and you can use it in ways that aren't cheating because sometimes the character won't won't even show the audience what right. they're thinking. Right, right, right. You can play a lot with the yeah. kind of like it, double audience yeah. idea. Fourth wall breaking kind of reminds me of. Uh, we watched this show, Parks and Recreation, mm-hmm. <laughs> which we talked about uh, probably at mm-hmm. some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do these talking heads, which mm-hmm. is where they, um, it's like just a close up on them. Mm-hmm. It's something it's like a documentary. that. Documentary, yeah. Yeah. Mockumentary yeah. comedies yeah. will usually do. And yeah. then um, sometimes they like cut scenes back and forth. <laughs> but I'm not talking about the cutting scenes. It's just kind of right. like they stop and kind of talk to the audience or the cameraman right. you don't know who they're talking to but it doesn't matter because right. it's just a way to get some exposition though sometimes though if you use it right it's less of a shortcut and more just to do jokes and yes, stuff. yes that's right that's right there's a kind of way to weave in different forms of irony and things like that into mm-hmm. the, those those uh those little talking head scenes mm-hmm. yeah and to not do that so i mean one thing i think it does is it adds a layer of um It adds a layer of kind of like falseness to everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like this comic is really trying to create a very genuine interaction between Jack of Hearts and She-Hulk. Yeah. And it really, I mean, there's a few thing, other things that pop up, like Thing shows up and the Fight Club continues and there's lawyer mm-hmm. stuff. But for the most part, most of these issues are Jack and Jen just mm-hmm. walking and talking. Mm-hmm. re-encountering each other mm-hmm. and kind of you know talking about his process of coming to terms with having been you know missing and missing a lot of his life and then sort of how does she live with the duality of being a superhero or mm-hmm. as she as they call it in here she's like a b-lister and he's like i don't know a d-lister you know mm-hmm. um super uh, obscure um and and should they tell the avengers that mm-hmm. you know he's back and all this kind of stuff also i'm I'm not sure. For all I know, there's some reason why She-Hulk can't break the fourth wall Hmm. in Marvel Comics, maybe. Mm. But I have no idea. Oh, you mean that something's going on story-wise? Yeah, something... Mm -hmm. I don't know, because... Like I've said, you can't try to read everything all at once. Yeah. So, there might be some reason reason why she can't break the fourth wall Uh. out there. Something Uh. happened or something. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't... put it past marvel but maybe not i see what you're saying especially we've been watching and maybe now we can pivot to the tv show right Mm -hmm. some of the (laughs) some of the youtube shows talking about the the tv show suggesting that her breaking the fourth wall isn't just a like a storytelling trick it's actually like something related to her powers or something Mm -hmm. like that and i don't know if i believe that i feel like i feel like that's probably giving that's probably trying to explain everything as having a cause within the universe yeah rather than just being like oh it's a genre thing you yeah, know what whatever. i mean yeah, um, it's just like uh but I, happens, that is interesting whatever. to think about whether or not her uh, you know their choice to not have her be breaking the fourth wall in this run is has something to do with a role that she might play in the universe or something happening in the marvel universe right now yeah well um so I, I don't know. Do you want to talk more about She-Hulk the comic? Uh, 
I mean, I think it's good. I think don't read it if you want to understand every detail. Mm. I think um, read it for the characters and the story, mm-hmm. and it's good. Um, I would say read it for really good dialogue yeah. and really good character development. Yeah. You know, one thing about it is there's 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 a good sense of humor. There's a lot of depth. Uh, what are you what are you chuckling about? I'm like trying to find the. We noticed a scene where, this is just an inside joke. No one needs to know about this. This isn't important at all. But, um, I noticed the scene where, uh, Jack is holding a pizza. <laughs> we see a shot of his face, a shot of his face, a shot of his face. Him gesturing to himself, and he doesn't have the pizza. And in the next <laughs> panel, he's holding the pizza again. <laughs> so. They never show it, but apparently he put down the pizza for one panel in order to make this gesture. Yes. And then in the next panel, picks up the pizza again, or perhaps the pizza disappeared into his wrist like a magic trick <laughs> or <laughs> while maybe, making this gesture. <laughs> or, yes, something happened, the pizza disappeared. It's a very dialogue-heavy book. Re- maybe <laughs> Jennifer is talking so much in this previous panel, he actually finished the pizza... <laughs> Makes that hand gesture, he picked up a new one. I mean, this slice looks pretty complete, actually. I so mean, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to go with the new slice theory of yeah. why the pizza <laughs> disappears the di- and the reappears. pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, the pizza is a thing. The fact that yes. they're eating pizza just gives you a little sense of the vibe of, of yeah. the book. I mean, one thing I think that's, in, that's different from the, between this and uh, Raoul's Runaways run, <laughs> which we should revisit, Rainbow Raoul's Runaways. Is that the um, the Runaways had all these different characters for us to kind of cut back and forth to, whereas this book is pretty much, you know, it's almost entirely Jennifer and this relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and for me, it's still interesting enough to pull me along. But uh, I don't know if you're interested because you're like yawning. <laughs> I'm tired. I woke up early this morning. Okay, let's talk She-Hulk the show. Yeah. She-Hulk attorney-in-law. Uh, <laughs> show starring Tatiana Maslany. Is that, your, is that your attorney? Oh, no, that's my wife's attorney. Yes. That's my husband's attorney. <laughs> um, that's my attorney-in-law. Showrunner is, is it Jessica Gao? Do you remember their name? I don't know. But they I think so, I'm cool. not sure. Head writer. Um and uh uh we saw um wow so unfortunately sadly episode one dropped on our first day of school for us we are back in school which maybe also explains the yawns besides co-host dad's boringness (laughs) we're also pretty exhausted from the first week of school but um she helped the show i don't know what do you want to you want to sum it up we want to give your your review what's your take yeah, so She-Hulk, uh, attorney-in-law, <laughs> as Daddy likes to put it, or as the rest of us like to put it, attorney-at-law, just so there's no confusion out there about, <laughs> hey, this is the wrong show, um, is a, uh, basically the origin story of She-Hulk in the MCU, mm-hmm. uh, and it's, because it's the, um, it's basically... She didn't get a blood transfusion in this mm-hmm. one, but she yeah. just, um, she gets in a car accident and yeah. some of Bruce's blood gets into her yep. system and she becomes She-Hulk. Yeah. 
big green machine. Yeah, yeah. Big green kale smoothie. <laughs> big green kale smoothie. Uh, nine episodes, more like a sitcom, about 30, 40 minutes each. Yeah. Um, and we see that um, origin story in a flashback sequence. But when we first encounter She-Hulk, she's sort of revving herself up for a closing mm-hmm. argument. You can kind of see both there at work and her experiences at a bar, for instance, just the ways that um, uh, women are treated, you know, mm-hmm. and they kind of always have to deal with these, uh, you know, these uh, not very uh, respectful men. And so later on, when she somehow is able to just control her fear and anger in a way that Bruce has no imagination about. You know, she can say it's mm-hmm. because I always have to deal with, you know, my anger and fear as a woman, you know, who um, mm-hmm. who encounters all these things on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. What did you like about the show? Um, I like the humor and the feel of it. Yeah. It's uh, funny and fun and uh, cool. Cool. Um, but... Also, the also um, I for, I totally forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> uh, this has been comic series <laughs> in between. Good night, everyone. <laughs> well, for me, I, I hope you can edit that silence either shorter so that. Uh, shorter so that it, I don't seem quite as awkward or longer for comic effect. <laughs> just, <laughs> just like four uh, minutes just of like silence. ten minutes of like. Uh, I'll I'll insert a few uh, interjections on my part. I'll just be like, uh huh. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's late and we've had a long week. Yes, um, a long I, week. I think what I like, speaking of that, is the pace of the show. It's quick, it's punchy, it's funny. You're right. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, I remembered what I was going to say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I Intake did. of breath. A long pause. <laughs> I really did. I really did for a second there. Um... All right, this has been Comic Solvice <laughs> for Kids, Teens, and In-Betweens. Thank you so much for listening. Uh Check us out next time for whatever we talk about next time. <laughs> we'll continue to explore comics for young people, young readers. And uh, if you are a young reader yourself or a, a librarian, parent, educator, this is we're here for this. And yeah. check out She-Hulk the show. Check out She-Hulk the comic. <laughs> it's okay. What I the long-awaited thing is. Imagine I forget again. Um, I, <laughs> it's hard to tell how much of the show I like um, right now. I think it's I like it a lot so far, mm. but most of it was also the, just the trailers, which we already saw. Sure. The trailers yeah. really gave away a lot of this episode. Wow, a lot of suspense for that one comment. <laughs> that was a good comment. Oh, I remember. We'll keep it. <laughs> all right thank you all take care have a great day let's keep reading bye-bye